0: To another episode of Talent Talks. I'm your host, Kaylee Otsuka, and I'll be talking about the art of self-care. Specifically, what is self-care really? What is it not? Let's get into it on this episode of Talent Talks. So in this day and age, we hear the buzzword self-care everywhere. We see it in modern marketing tactics, plastered all over Pinterest, IG, Twitter. We are in a full-on treat-yourself era, and part of me loves it. For me, it's been an excuse to let loose and self-sabotage by procrastinating and treating myself to that extra one day of rest, but realistically, I don't think that's helpful or healthy. That one day turns into two days, turns into five, turns into a month of procrastinating on to-do list tasks that I finally have to confront. I'm sure, like many others, I've been avoiding stressful obstacles in my life and disguising it as self-care days. Instead of finding the right balance, I found myself tipping the scales to the other extreme. So what is self-care exactly? If you were to ask the National Institute of Mental Health, they'd explain that self-care means taking the time to do things that help you live well and improve both your physical and mental health. Although that's very true, it's also quite broad, and everyone's day-to-day life and stresses are different. (laughs) Yeah, we all need to get outside, feel the sun on our faces, work out, set realistic goals, eat balanced meals. But self-care is different for everyone, and although it may have similar characteristics to each other, not everyone is the same shade of blue. It'll look a bit different for everyone, and that's okay. If you're like me, or also just have a Virgo moon, (laughs) you might need a list of categories or items to check and visually to feel more accomplished. So here's something a bit more concrete. Self-care can actually be broken down into several different pillars, seven to be exact. Firstly, there's knowledge and health literacy. Second, we have mental well-being. Third is physical activity. Fourth is healthy eating. Fifth is risk avoidance. Sixth, we have good hygiene. And seventh, we have rational use of products and services. This is more prescriptions and medications. If you want to categorize them even further, we have physical, emotional, social, spiritual, personal, financial, and lastly, space- and safety-related self-care categories. My question is, what doesn't look like self-care, but is self-care really? I would say boundary setting, uh, specifically saying no when you want to say yes, but it's just because you want a people please. This is self-care because we have to fill our own cups before filling anyone else's, and protecting our energy comes in the form of practicing healthy boundaries with friends, family, and coworkers. I'd also say being un-aesthetically consistent. Uh, so a lot of the time on instagram or really any social media platform uh, we'll see very aesthetically pleasing either like restock videos or morning routines where everything just kind of seems to have its perfect place you know Um, and i've realized that a lot of my self-care routines are really unesthetic you know like i'm anesthetically drinking like half the coffee that I've had from yesterday or you know making my bed but it doesn't look amazing it's just made you know Um, so this means doing your morning routine or evening routine even when you don't feel like it Uh, no I'm not saying that you have to push yourself through that two-hour workout that you really don't want to do and doesn't make you feel good I'm saying that there's some compromise to be had maybe moving with some gentle flow yoga, or taking a walk outside. Um, for me, it's all about mentally checking those boxes to make sure that I'm caring for myself um, before I do other things, because I know I'm not only going to feel better like accomplishing those day-to-day tasks, but I'm also going to be more productive at work, which means I can spend less time working and more time surfing or petting my dog, lucky. <laughs> um i asked my followers what doesn't look like self-care but is self-care and i got some really interesting answers so i'm going to share with you guys Uh, jordan m says skating Um, specifically like skateboarding Um, skating doesn't look like self-care but is self-care and i'd have to agree with you jordan there is nothing like a good backside 50 50 grind Uh, taiga t says traveling doesn't look like self-care but is self-care and I would have to agree with this too. I think being able to get out of your comfort zone helps build confidence and trust within ourselves, especially solo traveling. My personal favorite self-care practice that doesn't look like self-care is not feeling guilty for not immediately getting to work. Instead, I like taking my time, having a surf, doing a journal entry, Um, taking time to visualize and meditate to get me in a better headspace. Uh, If I'm having a really difficult morning or a lot of intrusive thoughts, I also like to envision myself succeeding at whatever is on my mind that day. Um, For the intrusive thoughts, I like to kind of unpack it um, with some CBT therapy techniques. So i'll tell myself okay why is this untrue am i categorizing this was this just one event Um, did this actually even happen and then kind of rewriting it in my brain um, to make it a more positive scenario and that makes me feel good another guilty more guilty pleasure of mine um, that is self-care that doesn't look like self-care is ordering pasta and eating in front of the tv everything in moderation right next up i wanted to ask myself what is self-care not so to me self-care is not throwing in the towel when any stressful situation comes your way and instead taking a breath making a plan or simply just tackling the problem head-on self-care is not impulse purchases or excessive spending to get that feel-good endorphin release, which is very fleeting, I might add. Um, Self-care is not isolating yourself from friends and family when things are too stressful. I feel like, on the contrary, you need to lean on your support system when things do get stressful. And it is very hard to be vulnerable. Uh, I personally have a problem with this as well. Um, but it's not on you to just carry this invisible burden with you everywhere you go. Um, so instead of isolating, try to reach out to a friend. I would also say self-care is not um, not allowing yourself to grow by staying in your safe space or comfort zone. Um, Every bit of growth makes us a little bit uncomfortable. If it didn't, it wouldn't be growth. So being able to step out of that comfort zone um, is a form of self-care because it's allowing yourself to be imperfect at this new task or this new challenge. And yeah, you might not know if you might quote unquote succeed in the way that you visualize, Um, But I think just trying is a form of success in itself. So I'd say that's self-care. I also asked my followers on Instagram this question, uh, what is self-care not? And Matilda L. says, comparing your self-care with others, everyone is different. Um, I love how positive this was. Yes, I agree. Um, Self-care is not comparison. In fact, I think that is... I can't remember who said this, but it is the thief of joy. Um, Everyone's self-care journey looks different, and yours may not be as aesthetic as you see on Instagram, um, but it's yours. And often, more often than not, social media is not a good way to gauge what's really happening in real life at all. (laughs) (laughs) And my dog Lucky just sneezed as confirmation of that. Thanks Lucky. And now it's time for a journal action item. So let's apply this stuff to our real lives. Uh, Number one, I want you to pick up your journal, or any piece of paper will do. Number two, pick a category of self-care to focus on, whether that is physically, emotionally, uh, social, spiritual, financial, uh, space-related, or safety-related. Uh, Number three is ask yourself, what do I categorize as self-care that really isn't? And in the final step, you'll rework this idea of self-care that really isn't self-care. So I want you to write it down and then we'll try to revamp it together. And don't worry, I have an example. So for me, I use self-care as a scapegoat to procrastinate and I'm sure I'm not alone. (laughs) Um, I had to finish editing a document by 5 p.m. Friday, and it was Monday. So what I did was I mapped out my week by giving myself a few different times to sit down and focus on the article. I started out with a simple checklist of edits that I'd wanna make, edits that the client specifically told me to make, and I skimmed the document. I gave myself breaks in between during the week to make sure I was um, ready to accomplish this task. I made sure that I was hydrated, uh, well-fed, I'd already had my coffee, and by the time I was ready to sit down at my desk, I had kind of like a good version of tunnel vision um, where I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I've got this plan in my mind, and I'm just going to tackle it. Of course, this will look different for everyone, so depending on what category and what action item you decide to focus on, um, it'll look different, but the main thing is to break it down. So often we see this huge daunting task as something we can't accomplish because we're not setting ourselves up for success. Um, So the idea here is just to break it down into smaller bits and pieces and set yourself up for success because I know you can do it. Also, side note, if you're having trouble coming up with journal prompts on your own or you need a little creative inspiration, uh, try our mental health journal. It's full of different journal prompts. It's got a weekly check-in section where you can check in with your mind, your body, um, what your intuition would say, um, things like that, and it's also got a daily planner. So check it out, it's available on Etsy at RKO Creative Store today. And as a little bonus question, I asked my followers, what is their favorite form of self-care And this funny anonymous user said, sitting on the toilet for long hours. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Uh, You're not wrong, but just don't get a hernia, dude. (laughs) Uh, On that note, I know it's not always easy or aesthetic uh, to practice self-care, but know that you are so worth it. So keep up the good work and keep up the healthy self-care practices. You've got this today we're going to end with a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. The only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. For more information on self-care or to read more talent talk interviews, go to ko or check out at Etsy store at ko creative agency. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye bye.